All right. That was The weekend. often with the Kygo remix as per request of my next guest, who I've known for fucking ever. Long time. <laughs> so, so long. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, on the sports bar, I'm Jihei Wiley. We're getting it started. This is Miguel Gerza's episode number five of the sports bar. Thank you for doing this, Miguel. Thank you for having me, Jihei. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm super stoked. I'm glad that you were able to do it. Um, drinking a little Pinot action with... My boy Miguel over here, everything LA, all about LA. That's right. Yeah, super stoked. I'm, Let's I'm, talk about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. So um, first, we're just going to talk about how we met. Uh, obviously, I already kind of sort of said it. Like, we've known each other since, what, we were like four, five? Uh, yeah, around yeah. that time. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell every, the world how old we are, but like, it, it's been a minute. <laughs> like, we, yeah, we've known each other for a very long yeah, time. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Miguel is all LA teams. Uh, we went to Costa together, Ladera, Penny Camp. Everything. MBI, yeah. I know, which doesn't exist anymore. How crazy is Our that? Moms were friends with the yeah. doesn't exist anymore. No, 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 no. MBI. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How weird is that? And isn't it like a like a elementary school or something now? Or like, do you even know what it is? I don't know what it is. No, okay. it's some kind of facility for the city. Um, okay. But I had um, <clears throat> I had some parents talking to me the other day about their kids, and they said that their kids went to MBMS, you know, back in the day, and I was like, oh my god. Dude, how old did that make you feel? Uh, right, right. <laughs> Especially considering we just um, celebrated our reunion. I'm not going to say how many years. Um, okay. But keep we, yeah, let's let's keep it on the DL over there. You you guys can keep keep guessing how old we are because we look really young. We're not you like look really young. You uh, don't age. No, neither do you. You look yeah. the same except with facial hair. I mean, that's the only <laughs> difference. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, Ashley's over here. Miguel's girlfriend. Hi, Ashley. Hi. She's so sweet. She wanted to sit in on the pod. I'm like so excited. Um, but I was telling her actually that you like legitimately like don't, you didn't age either. So it's, uh, it's not formaldehyde. It's probably the alcohol. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. I think that's why like a lot of people in South Bay, like are extremely young. Like we just keep drinking. Pickled. Yeah. A hundred percent. We're aged very well uh, over here in the lovely South Bay. Speaking of gorgeous, like this view is freaking phenomenal. I'm like literally on the ocean right now. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, you get so to wake up to this every single day. It's awesome. Day, yeah. yeah. No, we, Ashley and I really lucked out. We have a beautiful place in South Redondo, right by the pier, um, right on the ocean and, and, you know, couldn't really ask for much more. Very no, it's, it's flipping beautiful. Um, okay. Well, we, we can discuss family like later. We'll make it organic okay. in the pod, but um, let's just, let's jump right into it. It was Sunday football. We are recording this on a Sunday right before Monday night football. Uh, Sunday night football is on right now, but let's get real. That game sucks. So <laughs> um, as I said before, Miguel is a huge all day, every day, LA, everything. LA, everything. And your poor Rams, dude. Yeah. Your poor freaking Rams, they man. They so good today. No, they did not. Did you go to the game? I did not, no. Okay. Um, I watched um, the second half, um, and I was kind of following the first half on my phone. Um, I don't know. I think that uh, Jared Goff and, and Donald Trump have the same thing. We got the, the small hands. Oh, okay. Touche. I mean, McVay isn't doing a really great job either as far as play calling and running the ball. They still run that jet sweep a lot that they did last year, I've been noticing. And then I guess when the office doesn't run through Gurley, you know, the effectiveness falls dramatically. Well, Woods sorted in for their first and only touchdown of the game. And Woods? 
Oh, Woods did. Yeah, okay, Woods, I didn't know how yeah Woods, Woods ran it in, and then they completely denied the running game after that. So here was my takeaway from, from watching the second half. Um, Rams offense could not get going, and I think that that was a byproduct of the 49ers defense being um, much better than anybody thought. And and um, you know, I heard the other day somebody made a point that um, the Niners have spent a lot of high draft capital in the last few years on defense. So like their last three to four picks have been linebackers and, and D linemen. Yeah, and I it, mean, and it's showing. That's what. That's obviously what wins championships as well. Like yeah. look at the Baltimore Ravens. Like look at Denver um, when they won with uh, Peyton. Like look, there's so many different. Oh, look at. Yeah, I already said what more reads. Um, yeah, I mean, defense at the end of the day, it does win titles. It does. Um, and then look at the Patriots right now. Like, who would have thought that that fucking defense would have got, got on, on fire? Like, they, that's insane. monsters. It's insane. They're like, monsters. they look unstoppable. And, like, I if I know Belichick, he's going to just keep adjusting. It's going to be just adjustment after adjustment. And, yeah. Yeah. Did, uh, just going back to the, uh, to the Rams game. Yeah. Did you notice – the Niners defensive coordinator at all. He's this like, uh, I don't know. It looks like he's in his late thirties, but like big head. So like shiny bald head. And he was like out on the field. Like, yes. Oh, dude. Them, like, well, he's, well, so he's actually a former player as Robert, far as I know. Robert yeah. Right. Solid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a former player. So like he gets those guys hyphy though, dude. Like he gets them like so amped up he and was, like, dude, he he's, awesome. yeah. Dude, he's amazing. Like, yeah. he really does relate to the players as well. So I think that's extremely helpful. Sure. And that definitely makes him connect with all those guys. For and, sure. like, they want to go into battle with him. So, I mean, it definitely. I thought, I thought Richard Sherman would be washed up. but Oh, dude. He looks incredible mm-hmm. this year. I don't know, like, if he ate a lot of, like, Wheaties. Fa- like, well, I was gonna, I was gonna be a little bit more dark, but I'll, I'll just, we'll just say Wheaties. Um, I was gonna say we're baby no, fetuses, but oh, wow. I was totally gonna be like, well, maybe he's like, you know, eating some baby fetuses. <laughs> but yeah, like he just, he looks like the Richard Sherman of old. He looks he amazing. He um, great, great point on that one. Um, but also, it helps that Bosa is a beast. I mean, we all knew he was going Bosa's to be crazy. Yeah. yeah, we all knew he was going to be though. Yeah. I mean, he comes from a great. NFL pedigree, so like yeah. I get that, but I'm, I am confused about how the Rams just fell off. Like they looked so unstoppable last year and the year before, right? The offense was just crazy, and then I, maybe then the rest of the league adjusted. Yeah, out. so I think to your point, the rest of the league has adjusted. Yeah. They basically figured out like they looked probably at the Super Bowl film and saw how Belichick in the second half basically just annihilated them, yeah. and. Just kind of took a page out of his book, and yeah. If you have Jared Goff on your fantasy team, you're not. Oh, you're fucked. You're (laughs) You're so screwed. No, you are not. No, No, you are definitely not. Um, Yeah, I mean, Rams are being are pretty disappointing right now, especially considering like in their division they have Seattle, who squeaked by a win today. Yeah, who they play? Uh, They play not the Texans because that was the Chiefs. No. They played... Well, Russell Wilson looked incredible. I saw that. Well, I mean, he's always... That's the one constant with Seattle. Like, that's why he's the right. highest-paid quarterback in the league. Like, that's why, like, he's... I mean, he's undeniably great. Oh, they played the Browns. Ah, uh, okay. And yeah. Baker was balling in that game early. Yeah. I'm, he threw three picks. I, I just... I never thought anything about the hype. Like, I didn't... Did, did, yeah, let's I, talk about Baker. Yeah. I yeah. love Baker. But he's not. He's not proven it, right? No, one hundred percent. So I think that 
maybe you like Baker because of ev- why everybody else likes Baker because he's charismatic. He's I like the very, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah like yeah, the underdog yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Well, like I was also, playing with the chip. You know, but even on the field, I remember watching him in the preseason prior to his rookie year. So that was last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the way that he leads the guys like in a drive, right? He's got that on-field personality um, and the guys respond to him, right? And you like seeing that, especially from a guy that's diminutive for a quarterback. You know, yeah, he ain't big. That's big for guy. sure. Yeah. 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 Um, but, you know, eventually – you know, the proof is going to be in the pudding and, and you got, you got to perform. And unfortunately he's not doing that. Right. But still rooting for Baker. Okay. Well, I'm going to take the complete polar uh, opposite okay. stance basically, which yeah. is, this is why I love this podcast or doing the, this kind of, you know, um, this kind of pod, because I just totally disagree. I, yeah. I can understand why people like him and why he, you know, is very marketable and whatever, but just like you said, the proof's in the pudding and I'm all about results. Yeah. So like if you can't win, then you're not worth How a grain of salt. Games, the, Bram, the, the, uh, the, the Brams. The Brams. <laughs> the Browns won. They won seven games last year, I think. Which is obviously better than two seasons combined. Right. Yeah. 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 So he did turn around a little bit. Um, and obviously they have high expectations. Bring in OBJ, Pyramid Landry, uh, studs on defense, Miles Garrett. Like that, you know, that there's, um, you know, there's a, there's a price to pay when the media is looking at you like of that. Of course. Right? So you have to. You have to win. I mean, on paper, again, they looked great in the beginning of the season, right. preseason, paper whatever. But paper means jack squad. Mm-hmm. So for me personally, again, it's about results. Um, it's kind of like that New York mentality of like, what have you done for me lately? Right. So I just I take them with a grain of salt. And this is this was my expectation, like yeah. for them to be where they are right now. You're a Giants fan, speaking of New York. I know, right? right? I know. I'm like, I actually have the most random teams. I think I talked about this um, in the first episode. Uh, with my buddy Matt, and I am a New York Giants fan, a New York Rangers fan, a Clipper fan, and I'll tell you why. Don't shake your head. Um, we're yeah. we're going to talk about it in a second. Um, and I've been a, and I've been a fan, by the way, since '97. So, and then it was a Danny Manning back then. Yeah, yeah, dude, we had Barry, we had Manning. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, we weren't great, <laughs> but it's it's obviously like a, di- a totally different team, but. Uh, and then I actually, I root for Philly, but you know what, to be honest with you, with baseball, I'll go for anybody. Like, I'll root for the Dodgers. Like, I'll... Oh, so your baseball team is the Phillies. Yes. Oh. I have a, I have a story. Yeah, I'll um, right Yeah, I know. It's really, it's really random. Um, so my old roommates are from, originally from Philadelphia. And uh, shout out to Dana and Colleen. Love you guys. What's up, Dana and Colleen? Yeah. Um, and they took me to, when I worked at Hennessy's in uh, Hermosa. I I, uh, I actually, um, we could take off shifts whenever we wanted, as long as we got them covered, yada, yada. So last second, she got tickets to go to the San Francisco um, Phillies game. You flew up? No, we drove. To San Francisco? Yeah. Okay. For like two, for like two nights. Nice. Um, Ryan Howard met Dana and Colleen when they went to San Diego to go watch them play his rookie year. Okay. And so they made, they were friends with him and he's like, Hey, if you guys are like, they were like texting back and forth specifically to my girlfriend Dana. And she was just like, Hey, like if you um, guys can make it to San Francisco, like we're playing out there, like I'll get you guys tickets. We'll leave them at will call. And so that's the reason why I started rooting for oh, that's fun. And he was really cool. Like we ended up hanging out with, he had an amazing game the first night and we ended up hanging out with him. He was a stud. So, for dude, me. so good. Well, yeah. he was he was one of the reasons why they won their World Series in 2008. He was. So um, the only thing that sucks is that he wasn't a 
complete overall player. He just hit the long ball. Right. So, but he was an amazing guy. He freaking dude looks like a linebacker. Like he's ginormous. And so we actually hung out with him in San Francisco, went to a bar, like he paid for everything, paid for our drunk food. Was he drinking with you guys? Yeah. What's, what's Ryan Howard like when he's out at a bar? He was super chill. He was really nice. We were at some like small little lounge in San Francisco. So like, it wasn't really like, it's weird though, because the seats that he got us, we were next to probably the only Philly fans were right next to us and yeah. they ended up at the club <laughs> or oh, the fun. lounge that we were at. That's yeah. Fun. So they were like super stoked because he comes up to us and like to our table, we're like, Hey Ryan, we're right here. Da, da, da. And this kid's a rookie, you know? Oh, so was. yeah, okay. this is his okay. rookie year. So I'm just like, Oh, like whatever. He's just coming up from the minors. He was like, old. He was like, yeah. He was 27 when he came, yeah, yeah, came yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he, he comes over to our table and then these, like the table next to us, which were the people that were sitting next to us were like freaking out. They're like, oh, because when you're from Philly and you live in Philly, like these right. guys are gods. Right, right, right. So yeah, it was just it, it was fun. Yeah, and we went to Carl Jr. I saw I met Chase Utley and Fly no Hawaii. Way. Yeah, just like said hi, Chase. How are you? Or like, not really, because his now wife, then girlfriend, was uh-huh. there, and she okay. travels with him. Got so it. yeah, from the jump, Got which it. I get it. Like ball players have a uh, a girl in every port kind of thing. So right. it's whatever. But um, yeah, she was there, so she was pretty protective of Chase him. Utley's but yeah. I saw Chase Utley, met Chase Utley. He introduced us to the team. He was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Super nice guy. And I was just like, dude, I'll root for you wherever you play. And he Chase Utley's from LA. Yeah. UCLA kid. Yeah. 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 Your your rival. (laughs) No, so I didn't. I'm like a college football orphan. Um, Really? Yeah. I I feel like you're like all about SC. I'm about SC, but adopted. I adopted it because, you know, my best friends um, in my early 20s. Went to SC. Oh, so, okay. With like all your boys. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, I uh, I went to uh, UC Santa Barbara and Loyola Marymount, and neither of those schools have, have a football, football program. Team. Yeah. Um, so I never like. Thanks, Title Nine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I went to Long Beach, so. Yeah. Yeah. The same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I never got that experience of going to football games um, in college. Mm-hmm. So I just adopted SC. Okay. Right. That's fair. I mean, yeah, you're yeah. from LA, like. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of friends that worked at SC too in the athletic department, and you know they showed us a good time. And and the, and the SC family, like, it's a real thing. You know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, they take care of each other. No, definitely. But we're gonna let's pivot. Yeah, let's, bring, <laughs> As, let's bring it back. Reel it in. Yeah, we'll we'll reel it in a little bit. We'll we'll pivot like Ross says in Friends. Um, pivot. <laughs> um, we're gonna go to your loss, and I say this. <laughs> Not spitefully, because I don't entirely hate the Lakers. Okay. I don't like Kobe. We'll get to that in a second. Oh, I, I know. I know you do. Um, but let's talk about your Los Angeles Lakers. Your Season's coming up. Me of Kobe a bit. Oh, dude, you know that was his nickname back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really feel like it's only because of that fro. Yeah, no, you gotta uh, have a swag to a little bit. Uh, I, I mean, I guess. I, I don't know. That's that's my little brother, so I can't really. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. For me, it was the fro, but I can totally understand other people, yeah. like the outside looking in, being like, yeah. Okay, all right. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk some Lake Show. Um, So, going into what the roster is going to look like, obviously, you guys got AD, which is huge. Huge. Sorry, yeah, massive. Um, How do you think this is going to look like? Obviously, Kuzma is injured for a little bit. Do you you know how long? Because I think we were looking this up. We were trying to look this up. Yeah, I know. It looks like he's got a, a, from what I I understand, it's a stress stress fracture Fracture. in his foot Mm -hmm. um, out indefinitely. But it, uh, I, nothing that I'm seeing is is indicating that it's going to be, you know, um, a, a, a multi-month 
injury in the, gotcha. end of the regular season. Okay. So it should be back sooner than, later, sooner than later. But it's a long season, right? Of course. Um, I guess, you know, they say the basketball or NBA regular season doesn't really pick up till Christmas. Okay. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's like... I- but every game matters. I don't understand that kind of thought process, but that's, you know, kind of what they say. Well, I mean, you obviously have your junk time. You know, yeah. like your your fluff games or whatever, um, right. where you automatically go. It's like when anybody right now in the NFL is going to Miami, like it's an autom- yeah. automatic win kind of thing. I mean, fuck, like they lost against the Washington Redskins, who are last in my division. So um, it, it, they're going to be rest times for obviously for they need that for them. Yeah, so yeah. it'll the, it'll definitely in the help. Modern NBA, absolutely, yeah. they need that. So and I think you know with the Lakers, as with any new team. Um, you can't uh, you can't anoint anybody or crown anybody preseason, right? You gotta you gotta play the games. Um, anything can happen, and 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 you never and you never really know how that's gonna play out. Um, Clippers too, right? No, for sure, definitely. Um, so you know, with AD and and LeBron, obviously they're gonna you know they have chemistry, they they like each other, they're gonna they you know they play different positions, and they'll be able to to like that chemistry will be there. With uh, with the rest of the new acquisitions, I think that the backcourt is kind of has to be that, that that remains to be seen kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you watch any preseason? You know what? I'm not a big preseason of anything. That's fair. Yeah, preseason football don't care. NBA don't care. I'll watch. No, I don't even watch spring training. Baseball. Baseball is my favorite sport. I don't even watch that. I'll play. Well, baseball is so long. Like it's we long. talk about the NBA being long. Like baseball is long as a game. Like one game. Yeah. Yeah. It's long. Yeah. Well, no. Well, they're playing over 100 games. Too, yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. So like it's just it's an amazing amount of games for you to sit there and actually watch. When I lived in um, Maryland and worked in DC. I just never understood until I moved there why people love baseball so, it's because of the changing of the seasons. You know, we weren't we weren't going to touch on the Dodgers in this podcast, but let's do it because I think it might be cathartic. For okay, me. yeah, you okay. can get some closure. It's uh, <laughs> I mean, so it's it's a hundred and it's one hundred sixty two games. It's every day, mm-hmm. and as my girlfriend Ashley knows, um, you know, we've been together for almost a year, and this was like her first, um, you know, baptism by fire into into being. In, oh my gosh, were you okay? Did you survive? Living. Oh my gosh, yes. you poor thing. She loved it. No, she like had <laughs> Yay, her, good. She had her favorite players, you know. She, she was like genuinely into it. Um, and you know, we were so good in the regular season, of and, course, and had been to back to back World Series, and it was kind of almost a foregone cr- conclusion that you know the Dodgers were going to go to the World Series. And um, we were here at the house watching Game Five. I had a couple friends over, and mm. and I remember exactly you know when i what happened when when kendrick hit that grand slam right. i just i put my head into the sofa like right behind her and it was like this is over and it's all the time put in like the, like rooting for the team watching um it's heartbreaking and um it, it reminds me of like I, you know being a dodger fan um similar maybe to being a clipper fan uh, no, okay, you can't compare the two because you guys actually win championships and we have won. won championships, yeah. right? But um, you know, back to their days in Brooklyn, um the, uh, like the Dem Bums the kind Dem, of Dem era. Bums, yeah. Dem Bums, right? They always had the best team and they would lose to the Yankees and they would break the hearts of the of the Brooklyn fans and and that the phrase um there's always next year right. came from that. Right. And um I feel like we're in a new era of Dodger baseball where we're kind of re-experiencing that same kind of thing, you know? 
And it's different with the information age and the internet and you have so much um, connection to everything, right? Like back then it was just what you would read in the newspaper, what you would hear on the street. So things were kind of more mythical. Um, Now everything's a little bit more real, but it's still that same emotional effort that you put into watching every game and then you just get got in the postseason and it sucks. But I guess that's part of being a fan. Only one team wins and, you know, most fans are going to be on the short side of that. No, definitely. I, you poor thing. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did not. I did not bring it up. I did not bring it up. I'm just saying. It still sucks. Yeah. Okay. No, definitely. I mean, come on. You're talking to a Clipper fan. Like. So how did you get into the Clippers? You didn't tell me that. So I actually, do you remember? Um, so at our high school, there is a, um, an event there's multiple events that we do but the um oh my gosh why am i blanking on it right now maybe because i had wine and no food um <laughs> the um lip sync oh i remember that yeah, so yeah, yeah. so lip sync is basically like Ameri- fun so much fun yeah, yeah. which by the way it's going to be a, a, a not lip sync but something else going to be a mchs trivia question so okay keep that in mind so um scholar quiz yeah was that the answer no oh Okay. Um, so, but it has to do with scholar quiz. Okay. So the, um, in, in the lip sync, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> Brett Berry was one of the, do you remember oh, this year when yes. Brett Berry was the MC? Ah. Yes. So Brett Berry was the MC who's giving away Clipper tickets yeah, and everybody was heckling him. It was like, it was really, I, I felt so totally bad for him, but that. he was so sweet. And so like Rolo and I <laughs> went to Love go and Rolo. get tickets. Yeah. yeah. Rolo and I went to go get tickets. He's a Clipper fan too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we went up there and we're like, hey, do you mind? Like, I know you were giving me out tickets. Do you have any extra? And he was like, yeah, totally. So he gave me four tickets and then he gave Rolo four tickets. Nice. And yeah, to like two separate games. And I was just like, dude, this is awesome. Like after that, I was like, I'm done. I'm I, like, I'll root for that man any day of the year. I have a, I have a Clipper story. Okay. So um, buddy of mine got us seats. This was, you know, 10 years ago plus when the Clippers were still really bad. And um, they were playing the Suns. And this was the time when the Lakers had a big rivalry with the Suns. And it was like, um, it was Barbosa. Remember he was oh, like, yeah, yeah. remember he was like that thorn in yeah. the side defensively that would always like kind of shut down the team's best player. Right. So I didn't care about the Clippers. Um, of course. And just didn't like the Suns because they were the Lakers rival. And um, we were at, at, at Staples. And there was probably, I don't know, 10,000 people there total. Mm-hmm. Like it was empty. And um, so Barbosa kind of did some sneaky undercutty, you know, move like at half court um, and uh, didn't get called for it, but play stopped. And I, I stood up in my seat and I, you know, I cursed at Barbosa and there was nobody there. So he heard me and he, <laughs> and he looked right at me. And I just How sat, old were you? I was like 24, 25. Okay. And I just sat right back down. <laughs> <laughs> but my voice like echoed. Like I could hear my voice echo on the seats across the court. It was so dead in there. That was a really funny moment. Oh my God. I talked talk shit to Barbosa and he heard it. That is hilarious. Yeah. Barbosa, if you're out there listening to this, which you probably are. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get, yo. Um, so we're actually going to skip this a little bit because I'm on a time crunch. Actually, you know what? Screw this. Can you um, do an extended version? We're, we're going to do two episodes. Are you cool with that? You want to do an hour? Yeah, let's okay. do an hour. Okay. Um, so we're going to do just cause this has been going extremely well and I want to get like everything out there. Yeah. Um, 
because I still want to keep talking basketball because, you know, that was that's my sports when sure. I played in college. Right, right, right. You know, like my mom played, whatever. So um, and obviously Kobe slash Ivy. Um, <laughs> so preseason, it, yeah. it has happened, obviously, or it's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Do you really give a shit about it? Because I know that you said that you no, don't watch it at I all. I don't so at all. Even, so even have you even watched Zion play? I because, oh, my God. I, so you know I I'm saw, a dookie. I saw one highlight. You gotta watch him play. Yeah, is he you, the truth? Oh, he's the truth. Really? If he stays healthy, that kid's so, gonna be fire. He's gonna redefine the game. So do you think the Pelicans are gonna be good this year? I think they're not I think it's gonna take one more year, and I think Reddick needs to go away. You don't like Reddick? No, I know. And I'm a Duke fan. Oh. Yeah, he's a prick. Um, but I but I will say this, he's a great player and he has like he has made his game like an overall game as opposed to just being somebody that's clutched from the, from the free throw line okay. and from the three, right. he's actually been an overall, he's an overall player now. Um, Cause he's worked on it, he's but been around for a minute too. he has, yeah. he has, he also left to get drafted early. Wait, I think. Pel- he- okay. So the Pelicans have Lonzo and BI, Josh Hart, right. Mm-hmm. And Zion mm-hmm. um, as their core. And then who's their guard that they have? JJ. Did you starting on the? the other one. Oh, uh, the other Duke alumni. Crap. Um, you can look up the starts, roster. Starts with anyway. Um, but I, I'll, I'll look it up right now as we speak. But like, you, you have they, to watch this kid play, man. They have a core. They yeah. Have a core, and they could do some things. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I, I like Zion, and I, and I want to see him do well. He kind of looks like a little, I don't know, like a baby shack. Uh no. no. So he's you know he's only like six, 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 seven. He's six, seven. Yeah. He's he's not big. So but super, he's super baby shit. Yes. So <laughs> so he's actually he's he's not big, but he's big, if that makes right. any sense. Like yeah. he's he's huge. He's like over two he's he's bigger than when Barkley so entered the his, league. What's his natural position is a forward. Yes, he's a power forward. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's small for a power forward. It is small for a power forward, but if you take into consideration how much he weighs, yeah, that, yeah. then he's so he, can hold he, he can hold his own down there. Like uh, physically, like he's a freaking beast. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually, for all that don't know this, I'm gonna spread some some knowledge, some Zion knowledge. He when he was a freshman in high school, he's originally from South Carolina. When he was a freshman in high school, five nine. He was five nine. And so he played a point guard. His stepfather and his mother are former athletes. Okay. Um, they're former collegiate athletes. And um, his stepfather coached him to be a point guard. So that's why he can go to the bucket. That's why he can, like, do all these moves and, like, so think ahead. Hands. Yeah, he has hands. And that's why he can think ahead of everybody else because he has that point guard mentality because mm. it's been ingrained in him since he was, like, 15 years old and probably even prior to that. Which probably was, you know – it's a blessing. A blessing, right? Yeah. Because now the NBA is becoming more positionless. Yeah. Right? More yeah. fluid and, and guys are moving around, like away from the basket right? yeah. versus working in and out. Well, and he also has a perimeter shot. So does he, he? Yes. Oh, hell yeah, he I does. that was like one of his weaknesses. No. So he does need to work on his shot, yeah, yeah. but he still has one. Okay. Um, he doesn't have stroke like other guards would normally have. More of a mid-range, mid-range game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, no, not more of a mid range, just but he can't, but he can hit it from the three. Okay, like he does have an outside game. Okay, um, it does need to be transitioned. It does need to be helped because obviously the NBA is quicker, yeah. so he does need a little bit of help on that. But it's phenomenal, and so he, from from the time he was fifteen years old, fourteen, fifteen years old, mm-hmm. he's been taught, you know, 
guard position, whatever. And then he hit his growth spurt, I believe his junior year, like junior into senior year or something like that. And that's when he started like gaining the weight and he's from the South. So like eating is not really an issue. He can jump out the gym. It's ridiculous. You have to look at his highlight reel from high school. Yeah. It's insane. Okay. Okay. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And the kid was doing this in high school and he's only 19, 20 now. Yeah. Like, so much time to grow too. Yeah, this is the reason why, like, the one and done rule shouldn't have existed for his year. He should be in the NBA. Oh, there's something to talk about. Yeah. So you think that high school kids should be able to go straight to the NBA? 100%. If they are ready for it, 100%. Okay. Um, I, I just I feel like because professional sports is so demanding and so cutthroat, and if you don't perform and succeed – you're out out the right? gate. I get that. And the, and those kids are wasting an opportunity because it's, I mean, just speaking, you know, in percentages, right. Mm-hmm. I'd say, you know, probably most of the kids that, that get drafted don't really end up getting to those second contracts or making a lot of money where it's going to last them the rest of their lives. Um, and they don't have anything to fall back on. Right. I feel like, I, I guess you can't force anybody to do anything, but taking that opportunity to get a college education before you go and play professional sports is probably a good thing. Well, you can't make anybody do anything. So no, I get what you're saying. And we're going to cut this off really quick because they're, um, we're like 10 seconds away from being shut off on this one. So we're going to go, we're going to put a pin, put in this really quick. Okay. We're going to come back to it. Cool. Taking a break right now. We'll meet you guys in a few.